0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. So today we're talking about grateful grief. This stems from many different conversations that I've had with people over the last year or so. Uh, and I've come to some realizations about grief. Uh, For anybody who knows my story, you know, I'm well uh, acquainted with this idea of grief. I'm also well acquainted with gratitude. And I appreciate them both. And when you put them together, I think there's real power. So, you know, that you can have grief from all kinds of things, right? So the first thing that we usually think is the loss of a loved one, right? So, um, I, my heart goes out to uh, a friend of mine, um, she has uh, three daughters actually and her middle daughter who just turned 27 um, was in a car accident and unfortunately she passed away this week. So uh, huge love out to that family. So you can have a very sudden and unexpected loss um, that really comes out of nowhere. Um, you can also have a loss that um, let's say, you know, you have a, a death of a, a parent. Um, I have a lot of clients who have lost their mom specifically in the last year or so and many of them have gone through significant long-term illnesses leading up to that loss and so when their when their mom actually died it was um it was like they had done the the grieving already and they got to the point where they realized actually this is a really good thing she's finally no longer in pain right you can also have grief from, you know, losses of anything, right? So a job or a relationship or a way of being. Um, a, a friend of mine, um, she just recently um, had a heart attack. Um, she's very young. She's only 47. Um, but now she's being confronted with this idea of, hey, I need to take care of myself. She's been living a very high um Uh, stress work environment for many years Um, and so now she's being given the opportunity to take care of herself but it is changing the way of her life her way of being right so we can have grief and loss over all kinds of things and one of the things that I've found is that as you're going through these transitions of life, which are, are normal, by the way, right? Anytime we come upon one, especially when they're very sudden to us, it seems harsh, but that is a part of life. That's the dynamic flow of life, the natural ups and downs. But how we approach those natural ups and downs with our thinking and our attitude really will determine the result. Because you can go through this grief and loss and not be grateful at all. You can avoid it. You can try to ignore it. You can actively fight it. And all of those are going to give you a result. But the one thing that I have found is that for myself and others that I'm working with, if you can practice gratitude within this grief, you will have a much more gentle experience. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I think we've talked about transitions before on the podcast. So just go into our search engine and put in the keyword transition. You'll you'll be exposed to other episodes, but uh, in my background, my experience as a, a teacher, specifically a preschool teacher, and and working with hundreds of three-year-olds, I can tell you this, that um, <laughs> transitions are hard, right? And um, transitions are very hard for children sometimes. And especially if you don't learn how to deal with them, they become very hard later in life, right? So all of these grief and loss moments I've just shared with you, really, those are just transitions. So what we try to do with three-year-olds when we're having a transition and, and one of the biggest ones is clean-up time or we're getting ready to go outside or we've got to, you know, wash our hands before we have a meal. Right. It can seem very chaotic because there's a lot of things happening at once. Uh, also, there's this notion of I don't want to clean up because I'm not done playing. Right. And so, uh, you know, children don't don't want to give up what they're doing in order to move to the next thing. Also, you know, you typically have a couple kids who are well ready to be done with whatever was happening and they're like, yes, let's go, right? And they they can sometimes overstep in uh, their boundaries on other children and say, hey, come on, let's go, let's go and be a little harsh. So there's a lot of energy happening during any transition and you may want it, you may not want it, uh, but how you handle it, also determines how other people handle it around you, especially if you're in a a leadership or an influential position. So for example, you know, if you're a a leader in your family, if you're a parent, right, people are looking to you. Um, They feel your energy during this transition. So, what we try to do with children is we try to empower them, right? So if we know that a child has a, an issue with transition, we try to let them know what's coming up. Hey, just so you know in five minutes we're going to clean up, right? We also try to give them lots of choices, so we're cleaning up these toys. Which area would you like to start with? Would you like to carry carry them on your own? Would you like to put these toys in a bin and, and go put it away? Uh, we give them lots and lots of choice so they feel that power. Because you do have choice. Now, a lot of people will focus on Michelle, you don't understand. My parent just died. Oh, I do understand. I lost my mom 13 years ago. I totally understand. However, you have a choice about how you're going to handle that, right? Or, you know, a, a client of mine lost her job several months ago, right? Very unexpectedly. And she's like, I didn't have a choice in that. No, you don't have a choice in losing your job, but you do have a choice in your attitude and and how you're going to approach that. Okay. So what does it mean to be, um, to have this grateful grief? Well, really it says, okay, I want to be grateful for everything I've received up until this time of grief, right? So let's say you're, you're doing a job transition and maybe, maybe you're actually choosing to go somewhere else, right? Which most people would say, oh, you shouldn't feel bad about that because that's your choice to leave, right? You're not losing your job. You're not getting downsized, that kind of thing, right? But there's still grief in that, right? Especially if you're a people person, to leave a group of people to go somewhere else is often very difficult, right? Or maybe you're you're leaving a relationship. Um, I have a, a close friend of mine. Um, she has a daughter I've been, been working with and um, she's 22 and she's got... Um, she allowed me to tell a little bit of the story, by the way, any stories that I'm sharing on here, I've been given permission to share them just so you know, I just don't tell names because I don't want to do that. But anyway, so this girl, um, she's 22 and she's had a relationship with her boyfriend for about three years. And, uh, to make a very long story short, uh, it has become very relevant to her that, um, he is not ready to make any sort of commitment and she needs that right now. She's, she's trying to look at her life and make some life decisions. And if he's not going to make a commitment, she has to make that commitment to herself. And so she has a lot of grief. She still loves this person, but he's just not ready to do that kind of a life yet. And so she's going through a lot of grief now, one thing that we, we try to do in these times of grief is, um, we try to make the other person or maybe your boss or your job, whatever it is into a bad guy, right? So that you can leave. So, you know, I, I really counseled this 22 year old, listen, don't make him into a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's doing the best he can with what he's given in life, right? Don't make him into a bad guy. You can, you can make a choice for yourself without turning him into a monster, Right, but be grateful for what you have experienced in that relationship. Be grateful for what you've experienced in that job. What have you learned? How have you grown? What relationships have you developed while you were there? Right. So you have a loved one who is who has died. What what um, beautiful wonderful things came out of your relationship? Right. It doesn't discount your grief. It just says, listen, in the midst of all of this grief, there was really good stuff. And especially if you're making a transition where you're choosing to go to something else, you're not being kind of forced out, but you're choosing to go somewhere else. You definitely want to have gratitude, especially if you know that you've got that transition coming up. So several of my clients they're they're working on their transition plans out of um, to retire or to go into you know another business or a side hustle that kind of thing. They know that they've got this transition coming up, and so they're trying to be very very thankful and grateful for what they have right now uh, and really appreciate that so that when they leave, they leave in this attitude of gratitude because you take you wherever you go. Right. And so if you turn someone else into a bad guy, you know, maybe it's your boss and you say, oh, this, this guy's just a real jerk. Right. And you have that kind of an attitude. When you go to your next job, you take that with you. OK, whether you believe it or not, it's going to affect you. So really, you know, to to look at these transitions and these griefs and losses in life and, and, and hope that they don't happen, that's arguing with reality because that is a part of life right? So we don't want to argue with reality. We want to have as much gratitude and thankfulness in our hearts for what we've been given up until this moment. So that when we go into the next thing, whatever that next thing is, whether it's your choice or whether it kind of comes upon you, that you have gratitude in your heart because it will make a difference. Now we want to honor the grief and loss Okay, I, I do not want anybody thinking that I'm saying just ignore that. Absolutely not. And we've done episodes on that as well. So just go into our search engine, type in grief. You'll find all kinds of stuff. Okay, so we want to honor that loss. But we also want to have hope for that new change that's coming. This is one of those paradoxes of life. How can you um, grieve and have gratitude at the same time? You absolutely can. You just have to have that intention. And then one last thing I want to share, I I love this idea. So, uh, you know, when you think about animals, um, you know, there are certain animals that um uh let's just say have a lot of abundance, right? So the the smaller the animal, I was talking to my kids the other day. I don't know why the girls um but we were talking about um uh gestation times, right? So uh an elephant uh will be pregnant and, and, you know, cultivate this baby for almost two years. Right. That's a long time. Um, but you look at the smaller, the animal, the more babies they can have and the quicker they can have, right. Because they're smaller. So, you know, rabbits can have, I don't even know how many, but think about, um, uh, (laughs) when I was younger, we had gerbils and hamsters, yeah. Make sure that you, you, you don't get a male and a female. Okay. It causes issues uh, and very quickly. But what I'm trying to get at here with this idea is that, you know, like a rabbit, uh, they have fertile abundance, don't they? <laughs> they, they can procreate very quickly. However, as a part of this natural up and down of life, the only reason why they can have this fertile abundance and be very creative and bring things out to fruition very quickly in their life is because they've also learned the value of releasing right they don't stay with that that um you know all their babies for years and years and years. Elephants do they spend two years you know gestating this baby because they know they are going to be in a herd forever right. So there's, you know, two, two principles here. If you want that fertile abundance in life. So like where things are just flowing and, and going and yay. Awesome. Right. You've also got to cultivate, uh, uh, an attitude of release, which means you can't hold on to those things that are trying to leave you out of your life. Right. So for, for example, for myself, um, uh, as a coach, I constantly have have clients coming in and out of my work. Um, When I first started, I used to, you know, grieve the loss of each one. Um, And now, quite frankly, I don't have time for that. If you want to work with me, awesome. I want to work with you. And, you know, just because of the nature of who I am, if I work with you, you're going to be in my heart forever. Uh, it might not be on my calendar, but you'll be in my heart forever. That's just who I am. However, I don't have time to sit and and grieve the loss of you as a client. I have to move on because there's other people that want to work with me right? And I'm constantly thinking about how can I work with other people in various different ways? Um, might not be one-to-one, but how can I impact and influence other people so that they can fulfill their dreams? So I want to have this very fertile abundance, right? But that means I've got to move quickly and I can't take time to, you know, kind of wallow, right? I've got to release. And and, you know, the elephant principle is is at play, too, because what I'm trying to build in my in my business is taking a long time to build, which sometimes you know, frustrates people that, that work with me because I, I do try to get them to build a very solid foundation of, of their business. And they're like, no, I want a quick fix. Said, no, you don't. You don't want a quick fix. You want something that's going to, um, you know, build forever and, and have a lot of impact and influence and be like the elephant principle. Right. You don't want a, a business that's like a bunny that in three months is going to close and you'll have to start again. You don't want that. Right. And so this is a great example of, of these two attitudes of, of grief and gratitude right? So how can I appreciate what has come into my life and also appreciate it when it leaves my life, right? Holding loosely to those things, really appreciating them, but also letting them leave when it's time to leave. Okay. I promise you, when you practice this whole idea of grateful grief, you're going to have a lot more peace in your heart. Okay. So go, um, you know, I hope that's very inspiring and encouraging to you today. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.